Ladies and gentlemen, as of last week, Keep It Wholesome is now two years old. Let's clap it up. Woo! Clap it up for everyone. And I'm not really sure how much like crossover there is between the podcast and the brand Keep It Wholesome and my TikToks and stuff. Because last week I put up a poll on Spotify and like the majority of you guys found this podcast from Instagram, which is really interesting because I've been posting like podcast clips on TikTok for a while. Uh, then it got me thinking that like people don't actually know that it's a podcast when they watch the video. So that's a whole nother topic. Anyways, Keep It Wholesome officially two years old. If you don't know, Keep It Wholesome is the brand. Brand, the clothing accessory brand that I started two years ago and basically I started that as an extension of my TikTok and the audience to promote positive mental health and raise actual money for these causes. And two years doesn't seem like it's that much time but when I think about it that's over like that's over 10% of my life which is also like really messed up when I think about it that way. Like, I, I don't feel like two years is that big of a chunk of my life, but I guess it's over 10% of my life. So we've been running the brand for over two years now, I guess two years and a week now. And I thought I'd make this episode more dedicated to the things I've learned in business and the things I've learned along the way with growing this brand. And I know it's not like what most of you guys are here for, right? You guys probably aren't really here for a business lecture <laughs> or like you know what I mean you guys probably aren't here for anything about business but I've gotten a few DMs and those people seem very interested on how I run the business and like how I operate things which by the way is in a very non-professional manner I'm just now getting to the point where I'm running it like an actual business uh, for the past two years it's just been like Simon whatever you think of we're gonna do and just kind of like doing things in a very unorganized way which I'll, I'll tell you about does not work in the long run for a sustainable business. Um, but yeah, a lot of people seem to be interested on this side of, I guess, who I am and what I've been working on. And I haven't had many opportunities to talk about it um, because to be honest, business and running businesses and building businesses is, I feel like it's part of my creativity as well. Like the same as creating content, making videos, the same thing applies to running businesses. It's, it's all part of a bigger creative movement or mindset that I have. Uh, that sounded really like official. <laughs> I feel like that's not the words I was looking for, but anyways, let's talk a little bit about business. So the first thing I think uh, and the first thing I think is essential to building a business if you're doing something where it's direct to consumer. So if you're like selling people a product that you're actually shipping out yourself. Um, so this doesn't really apply to anything but that. All the advice and everything I've known in business is just like shipping things out to people. If you're doing like business to business or like software or like doing all this stuff, I have no idea uh, how to do any of that. But I feel like over the past few years, I've gotten pretty decent at running a brand where you're shipping things out and doing it with a social cause attached to it because I feel like that's another thing that people don't really talk about that much. Because actually when you run a brand that is donating profits or uh, a portion of profits and has a social cause, it, it, it adds this extra element to the things you're doing. You gotta really think about the mission and think about why you created this and make sure that that's in every single conversation you have about the business. So straight up, the first thing that I would say and, and the main thing that I've learned about running a business is that you will almost never know what you're doing. I have messed up so many times in running this business over the past two years. I have printed the wrong shipping labels. I have shipped the wrong items to people. I have 
not kept track of my expenses well. I've done literally almost everything that you could do wrong. And I think that's something that almost every person that runs a business is going to go through. You're going to go through supplier delays. You're going to go through not being able to pack and ship every single order. You're going to go through all these issues. And I've realized the only reason why I've been able to run this business for over two years now is that I've gotten a lot better at bouncing back from failure. It's almost like it's it's like one of those like ideas that you hear in those cringe like motivational talks that like these millionaires or billionaires say and you you find them on YouTube like 10 insane life hacks that Jeff Bezos <laughs> was was telling you has revealed. You know, but I feel like some of the most cliche advice is the advice that has stuck around for a while, and it's because there's a lot of truth to it. So I would say just your ability to react to the failures is something that will not only determine your success in like the real world and relationships and people, but also in business. Like, I, I know this isn't a great mindset, but I've realized that you can't prepare for everything that's going to go wrong. There are things that are going to happen that you thought you had prepared for, that are going to go wrong. Like in that release where I had printed the wrong labels, I didn't know till I dropped off those packages at the post office and then they gave them back to me. And up till that point, I thought I had everything figured out. Running a business is going to constantly humble you <laughs> time after time. And I guess the quicker you adapt to that, the first of all, the, the stronger you're going to become, the more resilient you're going to become, and in turn, the better your business is eventually going to do. Another thing I realized about running the brand and running the business is that you can't do it yourself. I made a YouTube video, I would say a few months ago or a month ago, talking about this concept where for the past two years, I've been trying to do everything myself. I've been shipping out orders myself. I've been promoting and marketing these things myself. I've been working on the website myself. I've been going out doing photo shoots myself. I've been basically running this entire business myself. And I came to a point where I realized that I was self-sabotaging myself because I would take time away from creating content to work on the business and then in in turn the content would get worse and do worse then I go back to the content then the business would do worse and be this never-ending loop where I'd be chasing after like hey I need to be doing this or actually I should be doing this it felt like I had like imagine like five computer monitors like all surrounded you and each computer monitor is like one thing you have to focus on at a time and I was just like bouncing from monitor to monitor like working a little bit on this and a little bit on that and I realized that that's not sustainable and because of that I feel like the business did suffer a bit so something I've definitely learned is that like when you run a business you have to be hyper focused you have to be so focused on the specific thing and do that thing very very well now, obviously, if you're starting a business, you're going to be doing everything yourself at first, right? You're going to be the guy who's promoting it. You're going to be the guy who's making the products. You're going to be the guy shipping out all the orders. You're going to be doing everything. But as a business grows, you're going to have to focus down on the things you're good at and find people to help you with other things. And this is something that I've been trying to implement more going into this year. For example, we just brought on his name's Jackson. He's going to be helping out with the business side a bit. Now, he's just a full-on intern. I'm not even paying him yet. He graciously offered to work for free for a month just to see how that worked out. And it's something that I have no idea how to do. 
I don't really know how to manage people or give people tasks or delegate things, but it's something that I have to learn in order for Keep It Wholesome to grow. And so that's an uncomfortable step that I'm taking, but something that I believe is necessary. So I'd say out of running the business for two years, the things I've learned is that you can't do it all yourself and that things will go wrong and you have to respond to those and bounce back as fast as you can. Now, if you're sitting there, you want to start your own business, but you don't know exactly what to do or how to start it. Let me tell you one thing. This is this is like a, a, a pure tip that actually helped me so much is use Reddit for all your searches. If you look up like how to start a clothing brand, you'll get some like wiki how bummy article that's not really going to teach you anything. But if you look up how to run a clothing brand or how to start a clothing brand Reddit, you're going to find some good stuff. Okay, Reddit's got the good answers to any question you have in the business world. I mean, unless you're out here like trying to develop some like new technology, like good luck with that. You're probably smart enough to figure out what you're doing anyways. But like for me, I had no idea what I was doing. So I had to look everything up and slowly piece it together. Keep It Wholesome actually began as a print on demand uh, store. That was the first release we ever did two years ago, which was through Printful. It's the service that does print on demand stuff, which means that every time someone bought something from the website, I went ahead and bought that product from this custom print-on-demand website called Printful, and then they do the shipping and handling. Now, this seems really easy. You might be like, hey, why wouldn't you still do this? Because it's very easy. It's just because the quality is a lot lower, but that's the only option we had at the time. We we started Keep It Wholesome essentially with like $40 to buy the domain and buy the Shopify subscription, and that was basically our startup costs. So to grow Keep It Wholesome, we started with print on demand. Then I moved towards getting locally sourced stuff. So I would go to these big websites called like Jiffy Shirts and whatnot, and they're wholesalers. They give you these hoodies that are blank, right? These blank hoodies that you then buy a bunch of, then you take to your local print and embroidery shop, and then they do your design and you get them back and you ship them out like that. And eventually, as you get bigger, you're going to go overseas to find some manufacturers and get things custom made. So at least like at this point in the journey, that's kind of where we're at now. Now, we're still obviously a small business. Like my basement is where every single order gets packed and shipped. Like if you buy something on the website right now, um, it's going to be packed and shipped by me. <laughs> so like the last, like I would say few months of orders have been mostly packed and shipped by me every so often. My parents will help uh, right after a big release. I'll get some friends to help, but the orders that kind of come in slowly, those are going to be packed and shipped by myself. So I'm sorry if it takes me a while. I, I just packed some orders and I realized it had been two days. I'm sorry. If that's you out there, I'm really sorry. <laughs> and part of me really loves that. Like, I love being able to write people's names down and pack each order myself. But it's things like that that as you grow a business, you actually won't be able to do anymore. So that's one of the things I, I want to get a warehouse for or I want to grow out of eventually. But for now, I'm really enjoying the process of packing and shipping orders, obviously. So I guess now we look at where Keep It Wholesome is and ask what's next. I have a lot of like very long term goals that I'd like to share but I want to keep them mostly private. Um, these aren't like monetary goals at all. These are like goals for like, uh, I guess one thing I can tell you is like open a Keep It Wholesome Foundation. So instead of donating money to these other nonprofits, like why not create our own foundation that uh, gives out scholarships for therapy or whatnot? I, I think that would be such a cool thing, but that's also like a, a one to two year, two to three year probably more, more realistically goal. And mostly just in the short term, it's to grow the team 
get a lot more people on board to help, a lot more talented designers, uh, people that can help with the business side of things and the creative side and just run with it for the next year. And I, I think one of the reasons why Keep It Wholesome was able to grow and why it's been around for two years, which is a long time, is that it all started from the videos and everything starts from the videos. And that's why a lot of times when people ask me like, hey, how should I start running a business? I would say, if you're into videos and want to create content, do that first. Find a message you love and put that out there in the world. Put your art out there in the world and people might resonate with it. And eventually you might be able to turn that into a business. But I think what has kept Keep It Wholesome so pure is that it was never started with the intention of becoming a business. I am one of the worst business people I know. And I'm saying that like not to be, you know, a humble bragger or anything like not not to say that in like an ironic way, but I'm genuinely one of the worst business people I know. Recently, I've been going to meet a lot of people who run businesses, very talented, smart people at the university that I'm going back to in the fall, University of Michigan. And I've been like trying to reach out, talk to them. And every time I'm like, holy crap, I know nothing about business. These guys know what they're doing. And it's honestly like a big learning curve for me to learn how to turn Keep It Wholesome into a real functioning business with a lot of team members and and grow this thing. But I think the idea and, and the way Keep It Wholesome started is not intending to be a business and just started around building this community is why it's lasted this long. So if you want to start something, think about how to grow a community and think about the things you're interested in. Like genuinely, think about the things you believe in. Because all creativity really is, is taking your worldview and what you think and, and just pushing it on other people and, and showing them your perspective. Like for me, I cared about my mental health. I wanted to be open and vulnerable with it. So I just shared that with the world and other people took that worldview and it created a community. The thing is, if you start a business just for the sake of starting a business, when it gets really hard, you might not be able to push through that. But if you start something you truly believe in and you have some skin in the game and it's part of your identity and you're trying to share who you are as a person genuinely with the world then when times get tough you're gonna buckle down because you believe in that thing when times get tough you're doing this for a lot more people than yourself you're doing it for this big community so you're gonna buckle down and you're just gonna keep going and i'll be honest guys there have been times where i've wanted to quit it all like multiple times like this has happened not very recently. I've been pretty content in my mental space about the business and running it. But there have been some times where I've gotten really close to just dropping everything. Uh, and it was early on where I'd be making these mistakes and we'd have these pre-orders and these refunds and just all this chaos and the emails, customer service. And it got really difficult. I, I remember like laying on the basement floor uh, overcome with like this panic attack I don't even know if it was like an anxiety attack or can be described as such but like I literally couldn't move I, I mean I guess like last month I literally had an episode about an anxiety attack or a panic attack I was going through this stuff happens often um, and it's tough genuinely like I've had moments where I've questioned everything, but every single time I keep going because this is part of who I am and it's what I truly believe in. And if it's not something you truly believe in and it's not something that you're genuinely interested in or is part of your actual worldview, then you might not be able to push through those those moments. So that being said, I know a lot of people are out there like, I want to start a business, but I have no idea what that is. 
that's fine. I, I think the best way to go about it is to not rush yourself, but pursue your interests. Follow what you're interested in. The reason why I started all this content stuff is I was interested in spoken word poetry and listening to and watching the stuff of Miles Carter and Montel Fish and all this amazing stuff. And I just wanted to follow that interest and it brought me to this point. So I would say just follow your interests and think about the things that make you the most excited in life. And that's where you should start. Don't really worry about starting a business to say you started a business or starting a business for business sake. Start following one of your passions or something that you're interested in. Try a bunch of new things if you don't know what that is yet and just keep going with it. And maybe if you're also interested in business, that'll come along the road. Uh, I kind of sat down and asked myself this yesterday and I realized that 80 or 90% of my brain is focused on the creativity part, like creating videos and running this podcast. And then like 20, 10% of my brain is focused on business. So if I genuinely ask myself if I'd rather give up the rights or give up the ability to start a business for the rest of my life, start another business or work on anything business related or give up making videos for the rest of my life, every single time I choose giving up the business side because it's not the majority of, you know, who I am. And I didn't actually come to this realization until really recently. I guess I'll end it off with this kind of story is uh, that when I came back from Hawaii, I was in a pretty low mental state. And I think it's just because I was adjusting, right? I had this like incredible experience and now I'm going back to kind of like a normal level. And I was struggling a lot, guys. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, um, there were points where within this like week of me coming back where I was really questioning a lot of things and... Um, who knows, maybe I was being a bit dramatic, but my mental health was not good. Uh, I was struggling, uh, I'll admit it, I was struggling uh, and just in a pretty bad headspace overall. And when I started working on this YouTube video, this Hawaii video that may or may not be up on the YouTube channel, so you should check that out. Um, when, when I started working on, on the video, I just found myself laughing, being excited, jumping around, getting happy about it. And that's kind of the point where I realized that I need this to survive. I need the act of creating videos to survive or else I probably wouldn't be here today. And I've told people that in the past. I've said that in the past, but I didn't mean it. This time I, I mean it because I kind of experienced that, that low and that feeling of being lost and just spiraling. And I was saved by the act of working on this, this project, this video. And it's funny because you know, I've always class classified myself as someone who like needs videos to survive. But uh, I, I think even like in the micro picture of this one video, it, it definitely saved me. Um, so because of that, like business hasn't really been the strongest of my suits, but I know it's a responsibility and I have to learn and I find it fun now, like working with other people. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Hopefully you guys got something out of this. Hopefully the business people uh, who are listening to this podcast, I know there are a few of you guys out there, uh, got something out of this. And if you did, be sure to share it on your Instagram story, all platforms or whatnot. I'm trying to do better at like growing this podcast, like slowly. Uh, I know I'm not the best at it. And I know I should do a better job at promoting it, but this is just self-therapy. So uh, whoever listens to it, listens to it. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. And that's just fine by me. But yeah, love you guys. And I'll see you guys next week. As always, keep it wholesome. And send me a DM on Instagram at Weekly Voice Memos if you have any ideas or anything you want me to cover in the future. Because I'm having a lot of fun with this. It, it, I want to keep it up and bring different themes to each episode and just have more fun with it. So let me know if you have any ideas. Love you guys, and as always, keep it wholesome. I'll see you next week.